Welcome to Nerdgasming with Robbie Rockets and the Dude de Real. Well, jumping to a special episode for us all here. We have the big announcements of E3, basically, and some good discussion, I think. Yeah, even though E3 kind of lackluster. Yeah, I would say I expected, you know, a little more, actually. Is that everyone? Like you wanted more? One thing I was actually a little upset that really didn't pop up was, uh, I know it popped up in E3 2018, but I expected to see maybe the uh, the new Elder Scrolls game pop up more. Maybe new Elder Scrolls? And with Nintendo, I know they gave us Metroid Prime Dread, but at least something about Metroid Prime 4? Even Sony. Sony didn't really announce much. Um, I did feel one big thing we got out of E3. Seems like a lot of exclusivity is coming to these yeah, generation consoles. Especially on the part of uh, Microsoft. Yeah. And their deal with Bethesda. We, we knew certain games would be exclusive, but now, now it's official. Now we know which games are, are exclusive. Yeah, and it's funny because now with the whole thing with Bethesda and Microsoft, it makes me think that I feel the Elder Scroll games are going to go back to exclusivity on Xbox only. Yeah, I mean, Starfield, which has been hotly anticipated, yeah, since was like announced that it, yeah, it was recently announced that it will be only available on Xbox and PC. which is wild. Yeah, this is now we're seeing what this deal between Microsoft and Bethesda what it really looks like. It's wild, it's insane. It's back to the way things kind of used to be. Yeah, before things were shared across platforms and consoles were only a means of preference or memeability. Now there's actual competition. Now there's an actual discussion I think will be had on well, which console has the better games? I think that will be the conversation we're going to have once again. Because last generation, we didn't have that. No. And if I... we did, it was because Sony dominated the market with all of its first-party games. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. And uh, we had E3, what was it, two, three years ago, Microsoft announced that they were opening up other studios for more first-party games. And we're finally reaping the benefits of that. It's about damn time, in all honesty. It is. And it's wild. Even a game that um, I I haven't played it. You've played it. The Outer Worlds. You know, the second game is now Xbox exclusive only. Yeah. When this was on PS4, Xbox One, PC, and it was also on the Nintendo Switch. I know. And now, whoosh, out of here. Which I think these games... They say they're exclusive now, but probably in a year or two from now, they'll be re-released on the other consoles. Do you think it's going to be like how Mass Effect was? I think we. this is what I think, and I'm only saying this based off current trends. I'm not going to try to... Well, maybe, you know what, this, this pod is all about predicting shit. So I'm going to predict that some of these games, not all of them, end up becoming less exclusive 
So I think Outer Worlds is one of those games where it'll be exclusive for a time and then eventually it'll land on other consoles. Okay. Starfield, I doubt. I think Starfield is Bethesda's big big game of the year whenever it comes out. I think Starfield will be held in conversation with Fallout in terms of franchises in within Bethesda. Very so I think franchise. they will keep I will they will keep that exclusive and maybe for a potential, I don't know, Starfield 2 will get something that expands to other consoles or who knows maybe it becomes so popular that 4 years from now when we have the PS5 Pro Starfield comes out as you know a port you're onto something there for sure hey i'm just i'm i'm just going off what whatever trends i've noticed what i'm seeing now and generally speaking cuz look at horizon zero dawn i mean it was an ex- ps4 exclusive and then after what was it two years they released it on the xbox yeah so it wouldn't shock me if these companies start doing that exclusivity is perfect i don't know how strong it'll last but we will see more exclusivity and i want to see what sony has because sony didn't talk a lot i feel yeah they didn't drop any big news nor did nintendo nintendo didn't drop the big news we were expecting i mean nintendo did give us a teaser for breath of the wild 2 yeah um we have a new smash character big whoop and we are getting another uh, Mario Party game, Super Mario uh, Superstars. Yes, this is also true. As I mentioned earlier, we're getting Metroid Dread, which is supposed to be a direct sequel to Metroid uh, Fusion on the Game Boy Advance, I believe it was. Yeah, so that's also interesting. You know, what's also interesting with the big reveal of E3 is these games that are coming to Game Pass day one. Yeah, there's a lot of games going day one to, uh, on Game Pass. So, Psychonauts 2, Dungeons & Dragons Dark Alliance, which comes out, I believe, in like a week or two. Yeah, I I thought that was also very interesting. I mean, I felt, I felt as if that was the direction Microsoft was going to go in mm-hmm. because they've really been trying to push this service. And what better way to push this service than with your first party games releasing them day one yeah like that's huge psychonauts 2 day one you know i i feel like the whole thing with exclusivity i do feel that it could just stay that way well it has to the the exclusivity has to stay and there are benefits to it i mean nintendo has built that a was... whole company on being exclusive. Yeah, that's where I was kind where... of leading it towards. Are you playing are you playing Legend of Zelda on your fucking Xbox yet? No. No, you're it's not. not like you're playing Pokemon on your Xbox either. You're not playing Pokemon on your PS4 or PS5. Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all, Pokemon. The exclusivity needs to stay. It, it will always be a part of the gaming industry. It's just a matter of how exclusive will we be? Will Sony start buying up studios? Yeah, that's also will true. They, will they also rip a page out of 
Microsoft's book and try to strike up some exclusive deal with some company. You know, because Sony used to only have their Square Enix games come out on PlayStation. Yeah. And now those have expanded to the other consoles where we're also getting a Guardians of the Galaxy game now. Yeah, which I don't know how I feel about it. Do you want to know how I feel about Marvel video games, right? Okay. Anything aside from Spider-Man games? Sucks. Yeah. And basically, the way I'll say it is how the DC movies are in the beginning. The Marvel video games are not like the Marvel shows right now or the movies in their universe. The games are starting off like the DC Universe movie started off. Also, and, I don't like that the the art style for the Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of like it, it looks a lot a like weird. the Avengers. It looks a lot like the Avengers video game. You know, it, it it just reminds me of I don't know if you saw this mod where um so this guy created a mod in Spider-Man for PS4. He hmm. goes, Oh, this is the Avengers mod for the game. The Avengers mod was a garbage can slinging in the air. Cool. And I started dying and left it. I was like, that's great. <laughs> I was like, so I know not to get this game. <laughs> Trash? No, no. Toys. They're all toys. Trash. Yeah, I've heard it. It's it's not not a good game. Does not hold your attention for long. Yeah, I just And also what what sucks about this Guardians game is apparently you can only play as Peter Quill. See, no. I think that's what's turning me off about it because I want to play as Rocket or as Groot. Those would be my go-tos right there. Or even do a run with Drax. You know, the whole team. I just want to play as the whole team. (laughs) Who who the fuck am I? Who who am I kidding, man? I just want to play the whole team. Peter Quill. So fucking boring. I feel feel those games for Marvel, it's going to be very tough to do. Because people also want Spider-Man in the event in, in an Avengers video game. Well, it's not going to happen. Because if it's going to happen, it's only going to happen on PlayStation. Exactly. It's Sony, not going to... Sony's not going to let that character go over. And Sony, yeah. Yeah, they're not. They're not. So it's almost like as if Disney's going to have to make a deal with Avenger characters in... A Spider-Man game or something. Yeah. And the thing that will be interesting about this Guardians game is the fact that there's an emphasis on decision making that affects the story and relationships, you know, which is a huge departure from the Square Enix Avengers game, because that's more of like a beat em up missions type deal. Mm-hmm. And not so it's story driven, but not so heavily story driven where you have to make decisions that affect everything. So I, it'll be interesting to see how large these these decisions you make uh, affect the the game in totality, or if it'll just be like minor things that we think affect the story quotation marks, but in reality hold no true significance. And it's just there as to say, oh yeah, look, you can make choices in the game. Be happy. It, to me, I also. Out of E3, I was very shocked. A lot of these games are still coming out on the previous and new gens. When usually I feel like it's only one year afterwards that they kind of continue that. 
and some of these games are coming out in 2022. I know, but you have to think about it. I think the COVID really threw a wrench in every industry, especially gaming. I mean, look, when the PS5 came out, there were were shortages due to COVID because COVID messed up manufacturing. So I think all these companies are playing catch up. Hope, yeah. Probably by next year's E3, we'll get game releases that are not with the past gen. Hopefully yeah. by next year, the past gen will be have been phased out already or starting to be phased out. And it's crazy to think about it because what the PS4 and Xbox One were out for what, five, six years? Yeah. Before we got new consoles. So it goes to show we these consoles will be out a lot longer if it's delayed like this where everything's still coming out on previous and these new gen consoles and also the technology how far can we push technology in terms of graphics and and processing speeds if we're if we're doing any everything right hopefully this current gen lasts us until for another 10 years and then we try to figure out what the next console is or looks like yeah i mean Surprisingly, at E3, Nintendo announced nothing about a Switch Pro, which has been rumored for God knows how long. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned and it, And probably they won't announce anything until a Nintendo Direct, because we all know Nintendo loves to announce things on their time, yeah. and they would prefer to announce it on their platforms. You know, it's funny you mentioned, like, not, nothing big from Sony. It's, it's funny that, you know, something Sony announces, they announce Death Stranding Director's Cut and it's ps5 only like all right this game came out already for ps4 and yeah and like other things like death loop and you know if you're gonna to me why not just make the previous one more updated backwards compatibility to the ps5 you're gonna create like a whole brand new game well maybe this is the regular game but there's just added cutscenes or whatever I mean, I've heard Death Stranding is a very cinematic game and it plays well as a movie opposed to an actual Actual video game. game. Yeah, I think there's actually a mode where you take out all the real gaming aspects of it and it plays more so like a movie. So maybe Um, a director's cut is something. I mean, Hideo Kojima is a little... Guy's a little eccentric, and he takes his stories very seriously. I mean, have you ever <laughs> played a Metal Gear Solid game? <laughs> oh. That story is a big what the fuck. It's true. It's true. Um, we did get a reveal at a new Pandora game. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, something different. Um, it's cool. It sounds cool. I just I don't know. like I don't know. Then Ubisoft has this game called Riders Republic, which. I still don't completely understand what it is because like all we know is it's a 64 player online multiplayer sports game in a world where you play different sports but like how (laughs) where how does it work what are the mechanics how what's what's going on here it seems like a lot going on and you know when when games have a lot going on or they're trying to do too much they don't really come out very well I feel like, you know what it is, that this E3 got so hyped up because we didn't have E3 last year. So we were expecting some great stuff, but it never panned out. And I think we were also expecting things that we've heard rumors for, for God knows how long. And 
E3 yeah. happens and those rumors aren't even mentioned. We, yeah. we have no closure. But also, we, we live in a world where there's so many conferences now. I mean, we have GameCon, um, the Video Game Awards, the E3, PAX East. What's the, the, the one in Japan? I mean, there's like just so many now that... It's true. I mean, you I... can... I know like E3 is supposed to be like the premier one, but let's be honest, there's so many places to get our gaming info, so... It is true. I mean, this isn't 20, this isn't 2008 anymore. (laughs) You know, like we're not all clamoring to see what's what's at E3. I mean, we still are, but they'll announce it on their own time now. Yeah. Like I know we still have, we still have um, EA's E3 to come. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's next month. Um, Sony will hopefully have something big to reveal at their own E3. You know, that's probably what they're really saving their stuff for. I would like to hope at the EA E3, I would very much like to hope that there's a Mass Effect 5 in play to show. Like we have Mass little, Effect 5 or we hear something about Dragon Age. I want like a Grand Slam reveal here. Hopefully we get it. I don't think so, but I will keep, I'll keep dreaming with you, buddy. What, I, what I also thought, sidebar, weirdest game announced at E3, I think. Uh, Pokemon, not Pokemon, Mario and Rabbit. Oh, the two, the sequel. Yeah, yeah. I was I like, mean, who asked for this? Who want? I mean, I know it was a popular game and it's very good. I mean, I've played some of it, but really, that's the game you. That's the premier game you want to announce. <laughs> I don't. You no, know, not like not the fact that you're rebooting Prince of Persia, right? Yeah, not that. Wow. That's the game, Mario and Rabbids. That's. I also felt like Nintendo could have given us more to see on Pokemon Arceus. But like I like I said with Nintendo earlier, you know they're gonna wait for a Nintendo Direct to really yeah. give us stuff like that. So with Nintendo, you can't really be mad at them. You could be mad at them for not announcing bigger titles because that's how you draw people to your yeah company. Very true. So you're not wrong. It, like you're right it sucks we i wish or and we got some weird pokemon new like we have this game uh pokemon unite which is supposed to be like a moba seems fun and interesting but do, do we really need a pokemon themed moba game did you want that did you do you need it i don't know are you gonna know. get it because i'm probably not it's also on mobile too they're releasing it on switch and mobile okay. which is interesting uh, it doesn't catch my eye doesn't yeah doesn't really catch your eye doesn't catch uh my eyes so much i saw the trailer for it and it was just like okay this is cool i guess I, i'm not into mobas personally but to each his own they also announced um a switch exclusive uh shimigami tensai four five not four five which the fans of this rpg have been waiting for ages and uh i know i have a fan of the game in my family my brother is obsessed with those games so you know, another RPG, which Nintendo really knows what they're doing with RPGs, especially the Japanese RPGs. Um, I'm curious to know, do you know, like, you played The Outer Worlds. I still have yet to play the first game. Is that a game where, like, the second one is going to continue from the first? You transfer over a save file? Do you know anything it's, about that? I don't know anything about that, but it is a game where that is a possibility. Okay. 
um, based off what the ending was. So I can see them doing that or even just creating a new story. Like it's a game where they can just do a completely different main character. Like Fallout. Like Fallout, yeah. So it can either be a continuation or a Fallout situation where it's still in the same universe, just a different story. Or it is a sequel, just not with the characters that we know. Yeah. Or we know them, just not like the main character. Yeah, yeah. Some of the stuff, I feel like, you know, you see some of it and it kind of upsets you when you were like looking so forward to some yeah. of this. I know it's we have, we also have the other game, uh, Tiny Tina announced a Borderlands spinoff. Yeah. You know, so, which I don't know too much about. I knew that was going to be coming out. I am still in the middle of playing um the pre-sequel that one the one that's in between the first and the second yeah so i have yet to play the second i've only i have played the second but i played it when our good old friend boss lived at the dorms that was it and then i haven't played it since then so like i said i've played them sparingly i've played them sparingly we also have this game uh elden ring which is supposed to be like a dark souls-esque type game which seems interesting um, we also know Capcom is developing a DLC for Resident Evil Village. Yeah, I heard about that. Which... Um, that'll be interesting, especially because of the ending of that game. Not going to spoil it yet. Yeah, please don't. Please don't. Spoil uh, I won't. I won't. I still got to get that game. <laughs> and we, a game is returning, which I used to play a lot. Uh, Battlefield 2042. I saw that a new Battlefield was coming out. I never played the Battlefields. I was I was really into Battlefield Three. That was my game. Um, is Battlefield Three where the Megalodon is the Easter egg? I think so. Okay. Yeah. No, I've seen it. Like I've looked up like crazy Easter eggs for games, and I remember that being one of the things happening in there. Yeah, it's a really fun game. I, I every game after Battlefield Three, I've not really played. I haven't. I never played Hardline or Battlefield Four. Okay. Um. But I, I was very I was very close to Resident Evil. I mean not Resident Evil, it's a battlefield. battlefield. Yeah. Well, and that you know, it's funny you say that because I know like Battlefield has a lot of games too. And speaking when I was speaking about EA before with a Mass Effect five and then you said Dragon Age, Battlefield what six would be the next main battlefield to come out or something? Yeah, but there hasn't been a main battlefield in God knows how long. So I think I think this 2042 is what's going to reboot the series. Okay. Because Ma- Battlefield has always been a large scale multiplayer game. Yeah. It's always been more online. It's focus online but its focus has always been on large maps and lar- and like 64 man or 30 something man um lobbies. Okay. You know. It's almost so, like a mini version of Warzone. Yeah, so they were always as big as Warzone. So now we have games like Warzone where we know we can accommodate at least 99 people. (laughs) So it'll be interesting to see more stuff about this game and to see the true scale of Battlefield 2042. Will it be a 50-on-50 team? Which we've seen games like Tease, like Fortnite has teased events where it's like 50 v50 squads and it's like a big clusterfuck so will we get something similar 
that is more realistic and not so uh, childish. I see where you're going with it. I, don't know, I just I need, like there was no big blockbuster. Yeah, there was no. And I think everyone was waiting for Sony to like announce something big. Like, I think people were just thinking that Sony had it and they just did not. Yeah. Because I feel like Sony always comes out with like a great hit exclusive, like Spider Man or The Last of Us, Uncharted. Um, I guess right now, one of their big ones would be, I guess, the new Ratchet and Clank for PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, the new Spider Man Miles Morales game. So I've yet to play that one. I, that's another game that I. Uh, I still haven't. Yeah, same. So. Also, from E3, we got confirmation that halo infinite will be a free-to-play online multiplayer yeah that's that's another big hit but basically when you pay for the game you're paying for the single player experience which is interesting very interesting for uh that xbox is really like going in hard on trying to top off playstation yeah i i love it i'm supporting it you know listen the competition's great don't get me wrong because i felt like playstation 4 beat out xbox Oh, by far they did. So, it was it's not even a question. And they're expanding Game Pass. So which I mean this let me let me tackle my list a little more and then I can expand myself into uh Game Pass probably. <laughs> you know, before I, it is it's very uh, daunting to know, say the least. Because what'll end up happening is I'm just gonna keep on adding more games onto that list. In all honesty, that's and then you just never complete it. Exactly. It'll just be a list that you add things to, and just it'll be just your shtick. Yeah, and it'll be there forever, and I'll be like, I still never fucking completed that thing. Bring that list to my grave. You know. Okay, Rob. I'll remember to make sure that it's buried with you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell your future wife that hey, gotta bury my buddy's list with him. Yeah, do you have any other thoughts or any other games you wanted to? No, nothing. Because it because from this conversation, like I feel like you were very deflated from E3. Yeah, I wasn't. I don't know. I just I didn't get the boost. Okay. I needed, you know. I feel that. Like I said, I I expected a little more. You know, I what, what I guess the real big intriguing thing from this. I don't know. I feel like I liked Starfield. That seemed pretty cool. You know, have a, a Fallout type game in space and like Skyrim. It's different for them because Fallout's post-apocalyptic. The Elder Scrolls is kind of medieval times. Like, mm-hmm. and now they're coming out with a game that's futuristic. Yeah, it's almost like Skyrim in space. It's been yeah, described or whatever. So something, something different, but, you know, towards that same aspect of how you played those games. Also, we've got a return of an old franchise. Uh, Left for Dead is coming out with... That I also found interesting. Yeah. So, I didn't... Which, you know, I'm, I love I those the, games. I know you love them. So, so I'm excited to uh, get, a t- get a squad together and kill some zombies. Yeah, and that that's also another exclusive. So, which I'm sure that exclusive will maybe make its way to Game Pass as well. Most definitely. Or who knows? Maybe they won't make it exclusive at all. Yeah. Any, anything. The, the, ball's in, the ball's in their court. They can do whatever the hell they want. 
but probably it'll it'll pro- most likely be exclusive because that that's the trend. Yeah, I'm hoping Sony blows me away, and I hope EA blows me away too. Comes out with something big. I know we're supposed to be getting a what a huge big Star Wars game, but it's not even going to be developed by EA. You know, it's supposed to be developed by Ubisoft, I think. Yeah, an open world Star Wars game. So I'm hoping somewhere down the line this is going to get revealed. Like, yeah, I think this is just a buffer E3, and hopefully E3 2022 will be well, we be more of the stuff that we expect from an E3 groundbreaking, yeah. huge games that will rock our minds that we'll wait another two, three years for to come out. Like, come on, man. It's something big. More news on the latest Final Fantasy game, which we got. Square Enix announced the Final Fantasy reboot game that uh, got a lot of flack online for the main character's use of the word chaos. Listen, what's wrong with chaos, man? (laughs) It happens. Things go Uh, to shit and turn to chaos. Okay, stop. You're gonna you're gonna sound like this character in this uh, trailer, which apparently I was reading that uh, the demo that was available for this game mm. was very buggy. And buggy. this Final Fantasy spinoff game has a very interesting name. Oh yeah, yeah. It's called Stranger of Paradise: Final Fantasy Origin. I saw. That is a mouthful. Now that is not even a PlayStation exclusive, if I'm correct. I don't think so. So goes to show like i know the new final fantasy remake game is exclusive to playstation like all the final fantasy games have been exclusive Mm. to playstation so all of a sudden this game has gone non-exclusive well no this is a spin-off game i mean and also like square enix has been moving away from the exclusivity thing because final fantasy um 15 is also on um xbox oh it is yeah Okay. And so is Kingdom Hearts 3. That I knew. And I so, know the, the remake game, I mean, the remastered ones, I think. The remastered limited. ones, yeah, are also on Xbox. So, so Square Enix isn't really, isn't really playing Sony only anymore. What was the, the remake Final Fantasy game that recently just came out, though? Seven? Seven. Seven is exclusive. That That's, is. I was going to say that I remember being exclusive. And they're releasing that one in like episodes and parts. I like, Huge game. I, I like some games that are like that though. We got we got a little reveal of a game that's coming out like that. It was a Sherlock Holmes game. Yes. So I'm I'm I think that's gonna be like the Telltale games, I feel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Which I, I miss those. I'm I miss Telltales, you I know. I'm so I'm upset that they too. went under and I, I I enjoy games of that style graphic comic book yeah graphic novel-esque yeah I, also I, I i'm upset that. we'll never get a wolf among us too so that was you know that it was funny because i was contemplating on playing the wolf among us the first one and then because i had known a second one was going to come out i said oh man maybe i should do that then play a second one and then it kind of just went down the drain yeah, and, and Wolf Among Us is probably one of my favorite Telltale games. And the only, like, game out of Telltale that really got finished and completed was The Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. 
Yeah. I still haven't played the Guardians uh, Telltale games. I played that one. How is it? I enjoyed it. Okay. Is it similar to like the Batman ones? I mean, not really because you're in space. It did a little different to it where you're kind of going after the real big bad guy instantaneously. Okay. So, which I didn't expect that to happen in a first season of a game. And the ending actually was pretty good too. And you get you you do get a huge choice at the end of the entire game. Like the final choice you make before the game ends uh-huh. is pretty crazy itself. Okay, maybe I need to find it and check it out. So, I think that's the only one I really haven't played. Okay. Um, so I, I wish they continued the Batman ones. Yeah, those were only, there's only two games. That's it. They were, they were like, we're done here, buddy. Needed more out of that, to be honest. I was like, damn. They had, there was at least one more story in there. Oh, 100%. There was so much to go for. Oh, bringing me back. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Rob, that's, that's all I have. That's, those are all my thoughts for E3. Yeah, me too. I mean, I wish I could have been more enthused. You know, yeah, I wish away. I wish I was more glued to my computer waiting for things to come out. But nothing nothing came out that made me go, oh my God, I have to see this. Yeah, or like I wasn't drawn anywhere. Oh, I got to pre-order that game right. From yeah, there. yeah, yeah, exactly. Not did not happen. At all. Upsetting. Very upsetting. It's your boys. Happy Rockets. Dude, Darielle. Play video games, people. That's it. And enjoy them. Whatever you like to play. And so, stay beautiful.